Brandi, I figured out the perfect gift for your boozy friend this holiday season. Tell me, because I need help. Okay. Have you heard of Drinkworks yet? No. What is that? So it's the home bar that prepares cocktails, kind of similar to how Keurig makes coffee. This thing makes drinks. Oh, well, I, I live and die by my Keurig, so maybe I need to get one of these. I just got one. It's, first of all, it's space age. It's cool looking, and it makes some of your favorite drinks super easy to use. So here's the deal. The Drinkworks Home Bar makes cocktails, not coffee. It looks awesome. It's small enough to sit on your countertop, your bar cart. There are over two dozen different drinks to choose from, so there's literally something for everyone. The drink maker creates bar-quality cocktails freshly made at the push of a button. The Drinkworks pods are made with premium spirits, real ingredients, and natural flavors. Dang, I'm going to have to see how fast I can get one of these because this sounds like it would be perfect for my holiday party this weekend. Yes, for sure. Oh, You need this. The Drinkworks Home Bar by Keurig. It's the gift of the year. The only way to gift the amazing Drinkworks Bar by Keurig with exclusive savings plus free shipping is to go to drinkworks.com. And then if you use our code GIFT100, so that's G-I-F-T-100, at checkout, you'll save 100 bucks just like that. Don't wait. This amazing offer will not last, and it's the perfect gift for your friends and family. That's drinkworks.com, and use our code GIFT100, G-I-F-T-100, at checkout. And remember, please enjoy responsibly. Do you follow Grape Juice Boys no. on Instagram? What's that? No? Uh-uh, what's that? It's an Instagram account. Man, Noah's got a lot of Instagram followers. How many does she have? 5.4 mil. Damn. Well, Miss 5.4 mil Noah mm-hmm. reposted from Grape Juice Boys. And I, I I follow this Instagram account too. It's hilarious. It's a photo of my father from the VMAs with a quote from him talking about Santa Claus. <laughs> He is such a nut. His quote is, is, and this has to be like from a red carpet or something embarrassing. Okay. Quote, I have no respect for Santa. Don't sneak in through the chimney and undermine my authority by bringing my family presents. Walk in through the front door and fight me like a man. <laughs> <laughs> what a psycho. But also your dad is such a sweetheart and I feel like a pacifist that that's not true. Oh yeah, not at all. He would run the other direction. Yeah, he'd be like, oh man, the weed's really kicking in now. I gotta get out of here. Santa's <laughs> here. totally so you're late again you know what when you said seven my time i just really thought that was a loose seven i know i I got back early and i texted you at 5 30 my time being like we can go early i should have texted you before i took a nap because i was like maybe maybe he'll get home earlier and then i won't have to nap because here's the problem i am so jet lagged that i have struggled to stay awake past nine o'clock like, usually, like, 9 is it. Like, my eyes are closing by 8, but then I force myself to not go to sleep until 9 because I feel bad for the dogs to put them away so early. Yeah. Um. And so I was like, man, if we don't start till 9, I got to stay up till at least 10.30, which means I have to take a nap. Yeah, sorry. I didn't even think about the jet lag thing. Jet lag is a real, a real thing. I know, and it really snuck up on me this time because the first night I was home, I slept through the whole night, and I slept like normal hours. Like I went to bed at ten and woke up at six something, mm-hmm. um, and and I couldn't believe it. Usually, I wake up like a million times, and I was like, "Oh, I don't, I jet lagged. I beat it this time. Like I'm good." And then the next night, I woke up at four and never went back to sleep. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's been me ever since, which is not fun. I'm sorry. That sucks, dude. It's all good. It was, you know, it's like, Jalik sucks, but like the trip was worth it, you know? Yeah, I get it. And now, yeah, I mean, you got some deep jumping and now you're back. Now I'm back. Did you have fun? I did have fun. We didn't do anything like insane this time because I just wasn't there very long. Yeah. Um, did the huge like one horseback riding and then he was cute and tried to surprise me and take me to that cute place. And it was, it was nice. I just, I don't love being surprised because I'm a control freak and I like to be in charge. Mm-hmm. So, but it was nice. It was a nice little surprise. Oh, well, I'm glad you got to go out there. So when's the next time you're going to see him? Um, I'm going to go back like into Feb, beginning of March ish. Okay. And then, uh, and then I think the next time after that, he'll be coming on over here, uh, one way. Wow. Yeah. This summer. Coming this summer to theaters near you. <laughs> Brandy, get some deep ticking. Permanently. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, congratulations on the deep docking. I'm happy Thank for you. you. Speaking of deep dicking yeah. over the holidays in Africa, mm-hmm. I had so many people send me messages saying, you're living the real life holiday in the wild. And yeah. I was like, what are they talking about? And so I, I looked it up and it's a Netflix movie. Have you seen it? The movie The Holiday? No, Holiday in the Wild. It's literally called Holiday in the Wild. And it's about a girl that goes to Africa and meets a guy and never comes back. Oh, Amazing. So did you watch and the it? It's actually terrible. It's oh. like Hallmark movie status, but I watched it and loved it just because it was ironically very similar to my life. However, I will say I did it better because, okay, so this chick, like her husband decides to leave her and then the next day she goes to Africa by herself for Christmas and I didn't have to go by myself. I, I It wasn't that sad when I went. I went with friends. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Reinhardt's way hotter than the guy in Holiday in the Wild. So that's cool. They couldn't uh, get Michelle Hulsman for this movie? They should have. But I guess they couldn't afford him. Cause yeah. It's, yeah. Because it wasn't great. Fair. Uh, but the guy was handsome. It was like a classic, like really great looking guy. Gets together with like average looking chick. You know, they do that to make girls feel good about themselves. I feel like it's like it's like our version of porn. Mm. Those like romantic movies that are just like really fairy tale like. It was cute. Everyone messaged me about it, so I had to watch it. It's like if you like Hallmark and Lifetime movies, you'd probably like this movie. That's your version of porn. That is don't <laughs> You shouldn't know what guy's version of porn is because it's just porn. <laughs> <laughs> our version of porn. It's not a super hot chick dating a really hot guy. That's our version of porn. <laughs> Just dating, huh? That's your kind of porn? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Speaking of, I would say we were watching it last night because we were decorating the tree. And I think that one of my favorite Christmas movies is the movie The Holiday. I love that movie. And it is a Christmas movie, but I would watch that movie year round. Yeah. Uh, so we were watching it last night and I was like, you know what? I think that this is better than Love Actually. They're very similar films, right? I like The Holiday better as well. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, like, everyone is good in it, but Jack Black really, he really shines. Mm-hmm. He really shines in that movie. He does. Jack Black might be the next guy that I think will get, like, an EGOT. You think? Well, like, he has all the things, right? He's a good actor. He's a good singer. Mm-hmm. He's got a good band that could, could probably has won a Grammy. I don't even know. I could see him doing Broadway. Yeah, I could, too. He's a five-tool player. You're right. Like, what's he done lately, though? Jumanji. I did not watch that. He literally is in the biggest blockbuster of the holiday season right now. Oh, that's out right now? 
Yeah, Jumanji too. Oh, Jumanji. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse <laughs> me. Don't be stupid. I'm uh, really blind. I haven't even seen the remake of Jumanji 1. Oh, it's good. You should see it. Is it? It okay, is. Okay. I love the original. Like, I really, really, it's one of, the original is one of my favorites of all time. The OG. Yeah, that's a good one. I will say, well, it's got Robin Williams, you know? Uh-huh. But I will say that, you know, Kevin Hart and The Rock are just, like, they play off each other so well. And then Jack Black is just awesome as well. They're the whole, wait, also, there's a Jonas in there, in there too. There is? Yeah, there's a Jonas in there. Huh. You know, it's got something for everybody. Okay. Well, I know yep. I've talked about it before, but I am still loving Shoe Dazzle. It's one of my favorite places to shop online. Have you checked it out before? Yes, I have. And I've gotten some amazing shoes for my ladies in my life, like my fiance or my mother or my sisters. It's super easy. You just take a super quick 60-second style quiz and you'll receive a personalized showroom of pieces specifically catered towards your own unique style. This takes mm-hmm. the guesswork out of what styles are best suitable for you with just a few clicks. Shoe Dazzle is doing all the homework for you. It really is phenomenal. I cannot tell you how many times I sit and just scroll through websites when I'm online shopping because there's just so much to look at and so many pages of product. It's so nice that Shoe Dazzle curates styles specifically for me and my taste. It just really makes shopping so much more fun. When you do shop on Shoe Dazzle, make sure you enter your email address after you take the style quiz because you'll receive exclusive monthly discounts and the inside scoop about new collections that haven't been released yet. And right now, uh, you guys out there can get your first Shoe Dazzle style for as low as 10 bucks. That's 75% off your first item by using our special link. But hurry up because these shoes go fast. Products are out of stock very, very quick. So here's the deal. Get your first Shoe Dazzle style for as low as $10 as a VIP. That's 75% off with your first item with our special link. Just go to ShoeDazzle.com slash YFT to take advantage of this deal right now. That's ShoeDazzle.com slash YFT. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. <laughs> Do you want to start the show? Yeah, we probably should. Um, you or me? I think maybe you. Did we even start the show last time? Yeah, we did. Okay, you go. Buckle your seatbelts, boys and girls. Ready for 45 minutes of absolute nothing. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. 
45 minutes of nothing. I have so many people ask me what my podcast is about. Like Reinhardt's parents, for instance. And I'm like, um, it's really about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we just shoot the shit. People listen to it, I guess. <laughs> I know. We have some fuck you very much is actually. Of course we do. Happy holidays. Fuck you very much. I know. Let me read some real quick. Yeah, sure. Which, by the way, it's so annoying when you go down to see the, the hosts and guests they haven't gotten my picture up there, but there's a picture circa like 1997 of you in there. Yeah, I've seen that. I hate that photo. Yeah. 97. Here, here are some reviews <laughs> from the Apple Podcast Store. Five stars from Chloe Ensud. Okay. Quality has gone down. <laughs> but, but five star. Love them. Love the premise. But Wells and Brandy seem like they'd rather be anywhere else but doing the podcast. Uh. Disagree. I disagree, too. I mean, actually, to be fair, Brandy would rather be napping right now than doing this podcast, but that's because no, of jet lag. I, I feel great. My nap really did me a solid. Okay, here's another one. This is from Panda012! Subject line, stop with the ugly voices. Five stars. Skipped what felt like half of this pod this week because Wells kept using that ugly voice to read the synopsis. Hold on. Let me do this again. From Panda012! Exclamation point. Subject line, stop with the ugly voices, five stars. Skip what felt like half the pod this week because Wells kept using that ugly voice to read the synopsis of TV shows and books. Skip the synopsis and just tell it from from your perspective in your own voice. No grandma, no grandpa voices either. Hate it. Love y'all. Well, fuck huh. you very much. I like the voices. <laughs> and guess what? It's our show. So I'm going to do the voices if I want to. <laughs> I wouldn't call it an ugly voice. That's maybe the grandma voice is a tad ugly. I don't know. Did you just call my grandmother's voice? <laughs> Excuse me, Brandy. <laughs> this is your grandmother. Very rude. Okay. Uh, no soup for you. Great. And then this is so funny. This is from Fre Frequent Traveler Biz. Okay. S I hate your name. <laughs> Love your. What does that even mean? Traveler biz. This is someone who travels a lot and definitely comments on a lot of Yelp reviews. Cause no, for sure. This is why you're alone. Five stars. Mm -hmm. I love the podcast, but I was disappointed when Brandy brought up when they see us. When she first asked Wells about it, I was excited that they were going to discuss the series and talk about the injustices in our justice system. But then neither of them had seen the series. Wells incorrectly called the Central Part 5 the Memphis Five, and a few details Brandy shared didn't really cover the actual story. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. That was fucking 12 episodes ago, and then you also, watched it, and then everyone got mad at you for watching it. Yeah, that's true. But in in his review, he says neither one of them have seen it, and then it says that that I did give details but didn't cover the story. Oh, I don't know. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Obviously, like that, I did watch it if I was talking about it. But I know. But frequent traveler biz, you're like 17 on, episodes on. back, dude. You're so Catch far up. behind. That's really it. Then a lot of really nice ones. A lot of people liked um, Matt Shively being on the show, which is which I thought was cool because you're, you're, it's always nerve wracking when you have a guest host because people are just like used to us doing the show. Mm. I thought Matt did a pretty good job. So nice. Really nice of you guys to let me skip out that week. I was literally in a, in a plane for 17 hours that Monday, so a little impossible to record, but um, which made me sad. But, well, stepped up, got a great guest, and here we are. You got some deep dick. Well, we should say that coming up, we have Ryan Serhant. Ryan Serhant? Mm -hmm. Am I saying his name right? 
I don't know. I guess we'll find out when he comes on. Sophia Bush is going to be on the show soon. Obsessed with her. I'm fangirling very hard. I really, here's the thing about having Sophia Bush on. All I'm going to want to talk about mm-hmm. is One Tree Hill. Yeah. Which is probably the last thing she wants to talk about. Well, you know what? The last thing I want to talk about usually is The Bachelor. But you know what? You got to do it. Okay? So, welcome to town. We're also going to have Ariel Vandenberg on the show, I think, soon. So, mm-hmm. buckle yeah. up, boys and girls. Let me ask you. Okay. Have you ever had to eat mm. a sweet potato mm. filled with shredded barbecue chicken? No. Wells. Good. Holy shit. It is so good. Ooh, Brandy never swears. You get a, you got an SHIT <laughs> out of her? Oh, man. I'm eating it right now, but I'm not because I didn't want to, like, chew in your guys' ears. But oh. one thing that I decided to do, I really feel like my health is deteriorating because mm-hmm. I don't make healthy food for myself because I really, truly don't have time to cook. I feel like cooking is it just takes so much time. And to prove my point, the girl that came and cooked for me this week spent four hours in my kitchen. That's four hours I don't have. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to invest in my health and I am going to try having like a, she's not really a chef. She like comes and just meal preps for me for the week, basically. You have a personal chef? It's not a personal chef. A personal chef comes every day and cooks you a hot, fresh meal and puts it on your table. She comes on Fridays and she meal preps, makes me like four dinners and like three lunches just to like help me get through the week and have healthy food. And it is a game changer. And she made me sweet potatoes with shredded barbecue chicken. And I have never had anything better in my entire life. Oh, my God. You have a personal chef. I don't. That's amazing. Well, you know what? Come come May, I'm gonna actually have a personal chef because Rye loves to cook, and he said he would cook for me when he comes here. Oh my god! Can't wait. You're really living the life, aren't you, sis? Yeah, I've made it. Yeah, we've been doing all of our decorating of the house. Yeah. And I gotta say, there are people out there that you know, like the Rockefeller Center, thinks that they're all they know about Christmas decorations you know i would assume the movie elf thinks they know what the fuck's up but Mm. none of them have met sarah highland how many how many christmas trees do you think we have in the house hmm (laughs) i mean an average person would have one so i'm gonna say three yep we have three (laughs) we have three fucking christmas trees (laughs) all right where are they yeah okay so they're all fake by the way so anyone who wants to come at us about that Suck it. You know how like everyone has that room in their house that no one ever goes into, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's like right when you walk into our house, we have that room. Mm-hmm. And in that room, it looks like uh, Frosty Snowman took a huge shit on top of it. You know, it's like frocked or it's it's feathered. It's le- it's white. Whatever. Flocked. F- frocked. Frocked or flocked? I believe it's flocked. Flocked? I think it's. I think, fr- so. I think it's. My frock. mother and I just discussed this today because she thought our Christmas tree was going to be flocked, and alas, I came home to a non-flocked Christmas tree. I think it's frocked. Fuck I don't it. think now so. Now that sounds weird too. Anyways, I, that one is white. You know, it looks like I don't know. Yeah. It's like a cocaine Christmas tree for some reason with like giant blue balls on it. I think it's like our Hanukkah tree. To be fair. And then you walk into the living room where like our real tree is. And that's got like all the like our actual Christmas ornaments. And then you walk upstairs to our bedroom and right outside our bedroom, we have another tree with all the ornaments from my Nashville house. I don't know if you remember, but there was a year that we decorated a tree in my Nashville house with only food ornaments. 
Oh, yeah, that's cute. You know, so there are food trees upstairs. So we have three Christmas trees. Wow. I'm a little jealous, actually. It, it's a lot of work. Googled it, and it's flocked. Flocked? Yes, with an L. Not frocked? No, no. So am I right or are you right? I'm right oh. for once. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Usually you're right. I do got some fave things, bro. Okay, bruh. Watched a movie called Freaks recently. I wanted to watch that the other night, and my friend Kirsten was scared. Is it scary? Uh, no. I didn't think so. Kinda, but not really. Okay. Tell me about it. Okay, so Emil Hirsch is the father, and then there's- Love him. Yes, and then there's like a little girl who who's relatively unknown, but she's fantastic. And they kind of like, they, they seem like they're hoarders living in like a post-apocalyptic world. They're not allowed to leave the house because something's going to come attack them. And you're not really sure what it is. I don't want to give too much away. Mm-hmm. So I'll just read the thing. And also to that one person that said she didn't like this voice. Suck it. A bold girl discovers a bizarre, threatening, and mysterious new world beyond her front door after she escapes her father's protective and paranoid control. Freaks. It's awesome. It is like... I really want to see it. Okay. It's not scary in that way. In the beginning, you think it is, but then it it kind of dovetails into a different thing. Anyways, really, really suggest watching it. Fantastic movie. Okay, cool. Five dings all around. All right. It's next on my list. Well, I wanted to watch that, but instead we watched Ad Astra, not named after my dog. Yeah. Have you seen that yet? We just watched it two nights ago. Oh, perfect. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Because I feel that it's a poor man's interstellar. Yes, I would agree with that. Did not. And I love space movies. Me too. Didn't love this movie. I didn't either, and I really wanted to really bad because space, Brad Pitt, and it's called Astra. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's got this weird film noir vibe to it with him narrating it. He's like an old detective from like the 40s, you know? It's really, really fast in the beginning, so you're like, wow, okay, here we go. And then it slows down, and then it kind of picks up, and then it's just, no, bro. I know. I didn't love it. I thought it was very predictable, too. Like, once you figure out, like you said, like it, gets, it starts out off really fast, and you're like, oh, we're, okay, here we are. And you, you figure out what's, what's going on and that his dad's alive. Then the rest of it's just so predictable. I don't know. I just, I didn't love it, and I wanted to really badly. I did think that it looked great. Looked very cool. Made me really want to go to Neptune. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to go to Neptune? <laughs> You know, I tell you what I don't want to do. I don't want to ride dune buggies on the moon, though. That shit seems dangerous. Uh, I I know. Okay, so answer me this because I it it was late and I was I was dozing off here and there, so I may have missed something. Where the heck did the space monkey come from? Okay, so uh, just to put it in context, there's a ship that's asking for Mayday, so they have to stop and help. Oh. And so when they stop to help, Brad Pitt's like, we're not stopping. We have a mission. And they're like, no, we have to. It's like maritime law. We have to stop. So they stop. And I think that they were doing tests on the monkey or on the orangutan or whatever it was. The monkey went crazy and ate all the people. And then all that was left was the monkey in space. And so when they came in there, then they had to fight off the monkey. Got you. That monkey was scary. That was, that was a scary <laughs> monkey. I feel like that monkey had to be scarier the, than the entire Freaks movie was. Yeah, I don't, dude, Freaks is good. No, 
<laughs> I'm telling you, Freaks is good. There's, I got no uh, complaints on Freaks. Oh, man. Anyway, Monkey was scary. I I, it's, I don't know. I, at Astra, I paid 20 bucks to watch it on iTunes, and I regret it. Same. I guess what we're trying to say is if you're thinking about buying the 20 bucks, you can't wait until, I think it's like December 13th when it, you can yeah, rent it. Yeah, that's like five bucks. Wait until then, all right? And yeah. then do it. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, another film that everyone has been talking about that was very long that I watched recently was The Irishman. I saw you tweet about that. Yeah. <laughs> My tweet was, we started watching The Irishman this weekend. It's still on. Like, it's <laughs> so long. And it's was just, it good, though? Here's the thing. It's a Scorsese film. So if you've seen one Scorsese film, you've seen them all. It's like about gangs. You know, it's got Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and Joe Pesci. So it's Goodfellas and gangs in New York and Casino. It's all it's the same fucking movie. But yeah, because it is a Scorsese film, it's fantastic. You know? OK. But it is three hours long. <laughs> Yikes. Three hours long. That's very long. My favorite thing about the film is, okay, you know how in Avengers they make Mark Ruffalo in the Hulk and you see how they make Mark Ruffalo in the Hulk. He's got all those dots mm -hmm. on his face, you know, and then they use CGI to like make him into the Hulk. Yep. So in this, they're doing, I think they're using that technology to, to CGI either young versions of Al Pacino and Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci or old ver like even older versions of them. So like mm -hmm. they're able to play mid-30s Robert De Niro. You can kind of tell, but not really. It's like, damn, you're never going to need to like cast young gangster. We'll just use the <laughs> same one. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. It's It was good. It was good. It was just really, really long and really, really slow. And like every Scorsese film I've ever seen in my entire life. I'll probably watch it at some point. Yeah, it's worth it's worth it. Maybe, maybe on my next um maybe on my next seventeen hour flight that would yeah, be a perfect. good one. That, yeah, you can watch it on the way there and on the way back you can watch it. Because it still won't <laughs> be done. Like take up the whole flight. It'll still be going when you're coming back next month. Great. I started a new Netflix series. What do you got? It's totally a chick flick series. Like cool. this is not a show that Wells Adams is gonna watch ever. I don't know. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's called Virgin River. Have I love Virgin River. Shut up. You're such a liar. <laughs> You're such a liar. Okay, so tell me about it. So the lead girl that's in it, it's Alexandra Breckenridge. She plays Kevin in This Is Us. She plays his girlfriend that did he want to marry her and then she broke up with them. You know who I'm talking about? Mm, yep. You don't, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> she's like actually, the pretty girl that like he wants to be with and I think she ends up leaving him or whatever. And yeah. I, I knew she was familiar, but I did have to look her look her up to to put two and two together. Um but I really like her in it. Okay. It reminds me it's like a cross between did you ever watch Everwood as a kid? Yes. Yes. On CW. Okay. Yeah. It totally reminds me of Everwood because it's set in like a mountain town. Okay. It's kind of like soap opera. You like that. But it's literally, it's about this girl, um, that, that girl, Alexander plays this, uh, this girl that, uh, is from LA and she's a nurse practitioner and she moves, it's a classic star, moves from LA to the, to the remote Northern California mountain town to like, get, you know, start over or whatever. And so, I mean, there's really not a lot of like, like meat to this plot, but, um, but it's cute. It's like an easy watch. I do it while I'm like working on other stuff on my computer or whatever. Um, and it's sweet. It's like, it's, there is like, once you get into the first few episodes or episodes are like a little, like a little slow and like, 
I don't know, like just kind of like not like like you've heard that story before. But as you keep going, that character development actually gets really good. I don't know, it's sweet. I like it. All right. Again, again, it's like if if you like um, it's I think it's I think it's a grade higher than like a Hallmark or a Lifetime series. Okay. But it is a chick flick. What's it called again? Oh, it's called Virgin River. Virgin River. Which right. is the name of the little town. Got it. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Yeah, into it. Sarah and I started watching a new show on Netflix recently called The Society. Have you heard about that? I've seen it as I've swiped through. Yeah, it's pretty good. So I'll give you like a quick synopsis. Basically, it's like a really nice, sweet town and... It's focused on the high school kids, right? There's like this weird smell in the town for some reason, and they can't really figure out like what that reason is. So at some point during the first episode, they decide to send all the kids on like a camping trip while they like kind of try to figure out what the smell is all about, maybe take care of the sewage issue or whatever. All the kids in the high school get on like five buses or whatever and go to this camping trip, and they ended up going towards wherever they're going to camp and then turning around and just coming back. Like, so they didn't camp. When they got back, all the parents, all the adults are gone. Mm. And the smell's gone, too. So everyone kind of goes home. They're like, this is weird. I don't know where everyone went. You know, whatever. They all probably went, like, on vacation because, like, we were all camping or whatnot. And then, so the next day, they're like, man, the internet's not working. And, like, we can't text out. We can only text people that are, like, in the town with us. So they, like, put together, like, a team of people to, like, go to, like, the next town, like, figure out what's going on. So they jump in a car, and they go, and... One of the exits of the town completely blocked off. So they're like, okay. So they jump in the car and they go the other to the other exit of the town and yeah, completely blocked off. So they are essentially stuck in this town and they are now having to create their own society. I like it. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, we're like five episodes in. Um, it's great though. It's just like it's you know what it is? It's um it's Lord of the Flies, but like now and like a little mm-hmm. bit older, you know? Mm-hmm. And then did you ever read the book back in the day called The Golden Compass? No, but that didn't they turn that into a movie? They did. And I read the book, actually. I really liked it. I thought it was cool. And they made it into a movie, and I thought the movie was cool, too. Anyways, HBO is now doing a series on it called His Dark mm-hmm. Materials. Oh, I tried to... Did I? Did we talked about this, right? Because I tried to watch episode one. Oh, I don't know. And I kept falling asleep. Yeah, I don't know. Do you love it? Sarah loves it because okay. Sarah never read the books or watched the movie. So like this is all kind of cool to her. Whereas like I'm watching it being like, I know who's bad. I know who's good because I read the books, you know. Mm-hmm. But I will say you can glass half full of these things and glass half empty them. With the advent of movies basically going away, it means that you don't have really great films anymore. But what mm-hmm. it's doing is it's making it much easier to tell the tale of a book because you have longer format runs you know totally Mm -hmm. the book they didn't do it justice in the movie theater because it was hard to squeeze in the entire book into two hours and now they're making this thing into a miniseries they're not missing anything they're expounding upon characters so it's kind of cooler that way i don't know right Um, very true yeah so that i thought uh, his dark materials is really cool oh and then i watched another one man Um, we watched a lot of stuff this week dude i know documentary murder documentary it's called who killed little gregory (laughs) that's creepy yeah. Okay. So this happens in France. Okay. So listening to voiceovers and reading a lot of subtitles or whatever is going to annoy you. This might not be in your movie. So basically the story is this it happens in like 1984, 85. This cute little family comes from like a, a big family in this like tiny little village. There's like one brother in the family who's like really doing well for himself. And he's married and he has a beautiful wife and a, a newborn baby boy. And for some reason, 
someone keeps prank calling the family, calling themselves the Raven and just talking so much mad shit to them and like really scaring them a lot. Then the Raven kind of like leaves them alone for a while and then the Raven returns, just calling them, kind of harassing them. And then one day, the mom comes home, the little boy is outside playing in the yard and she comes out like 30 minutes later, he's gone. And like three hours later, they find his body in the river, little boy's body in the river. Who is the Raven? Trying to figure Mm -hmm. it out. Everyone in the family thinks it's someone else in the family. And then it's all about the trial. And like this one judge just got to watch it. All right. Okay. That sounds great. Yeah. Who killed little Gregory? Little Gregory. Oh. feel so bad. And then you watch like in France. We think like our press and our media is bad. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like the press. That's where paparazzi stuff. Like that's where that stuff was like created. Like the press Mm -hmm. there is brutal, bro. Wow. Yeah. So anyways. I've been trying to Christmas shop. Oh, I tried yesterday all day online. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so hard. Did we talk about this last week that I'm really not good at gifts? No, but I know. Gosh, I'm a horrible gift shopper. Have you done your Christmas shopping? Like, I need to know. I need to know these two things. I need to know what is your go-to gift Mm -hmm. for, like, a family member. Yeah. And I need to know what is your go-to white elephant dirty Santa gift. Oh. Are you asking me or, like, asking the listeners? Both. I need help. Well, usually what I do with family is I like convene with the siblings and I'm like, let's all go in together for something for the mom. And they dad. don't want to do that. Okay. They, you know, when they, well, um, one sister who will remain nameless wants to get her once she's already done gifts for everyone. So it's just like, because I begged everybody, I begged the whole family to do white elephant or not white elephant. I'm sorry. Um, like draw names Yeah. so that we, everybody gets like, one Santa. great gift. Secret Santa, thank you. Or everybody can just like really focus on one person. And that sounded really stress-free. And then Miley was like, well, I've already bought all my gifts. So like you guys can do that. But Mm -hmm. that's like, if she doesn't going to do it, it just won't work. Here's my thought on that. Yeah. But then also like, don't you want to get Miley's gift? Like everyone wants to get Miley's gift. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like she gets really good gifts. So if if she's, I got to get her a really great gift. And then if I get her a really great gift and don't get Noah a really great gift, I'm going to be in big trouble. Yeah. And then if I get both my sister's great gifts and get my brother's like socks, they're going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, I'm in a pickle. It's a tough time, you know, <laughs> I'm in a pickle. It's a tough time to be alive here in America. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I say like, uh, the white elephant gifts or whatever. I always just, go yeah. with, I just always go with alcohol, you know? That's a, yeah, I, I think I'd have done that before. I'm having a little Christmas gathering here on Friday. Yeah. Bummed you're not here for it. And we're doing White Elephant. And I was like, oh, I need a good gift. Olivia is flying in for it. She says that her gift is going to be the gift everyone wants. So now I'm, I want to outdo her and mm. I want to get a gift everybody's going to want. Just get, get $1,000. Put $1,000 no, in an envelope. It's, it's $30 and under. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't have to tell you then. Put thirty dollars. Not, not in that all. I would ever put a thousand dollars into a gift. You ever. want people to be into that gift? Uh, <laughs> you throw a thousand bucks. Oh, one out. year, one year I did. It's funny because I don't smoke weed at all, but I, um, I got like a, um, what is it, like an eighth of weed or however much. Yeah. And everybody want everybody wanted it. It yeah. was like the hot white elephant gift. That's I was funny. really proud of myself. Yeah, I don't know. Good luck. This is my question to women. Would you rather from your fiance or boyfriend or husband, would you rather have 10 cool but relatively cheap gifts or one really nice gift? For me, I would have one really nice gift. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. 
yeah, I don't want to get you like 15 things and wrap it up. I want to get you one really, really nice thing that blows your socks off and then be done. Mm. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's the way to go. But like, I know that Sarah's going to get me like 15, you know, ah. 15 things. And then I'm going to only have one gift for them. I'd be like, God, I feel like such an asshole. But if it's really great, then it's really great. And that's, yeah. that's just it. Um, so have you done your Christmas shopping? You're done. No, I haven't really even started. I just okay. did like some yeah. Amazon stuff. I think tomorrow I'm doing some stuff. The, over the weekend, I'm doing some stuff. Okay, this makes me feel a little better. Yeah. I felt like I was really putting it off to the last minute. Hmm? I'm so excited. Tell me. Audible is now sponsoring the show. Oh, my gosh. It, we, you've made it. I know. You have made it. Yeah, dude, you know, if you just kind of put out those positive vibes into the universe, it sometimes works, you know? It's very true. And I've been talking about all the books that I listened to on Audible, and now they're like, you know what? We're going to sponsor this show because we do. they do so much advertising for us for free. So here's the deal. Audible is hooking it up. And you know what? You guys know that I freaking love Audible. So here's the deal. It's the time of the year that when everyone is like traveling or running around and getting thoughtful gifts for people that they care about. But you know what? You got to be selfish every once in a while. You got to think about yourself and maybe yourself an Audible membership. And now is the best time to do it. They're offering 53% off for the first three months. Access to unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and so many more. You can choose three titles every month, one audiobook, and two exclusive Audible originals you can't hear anywhere else. You can listen on any device, anytime, anywhere with the Audible app. It's really great while commuting, at the gym, during your holiday travels, or like Wells likes to do on his runs. And right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half off the regular price. I wish I could show you guys the amount of titles that I've listened to on Audible. And you know what? I paid full price. When I got it, and now we're hooking it up with this great deal. So here's the deal. Once again, for a limited time, you get three months of Audible for just six ninety five a month. That's more than half off the regular price. Visit audible.com slash YFT or text YFT to 500-500. That's audible.com slash YFT, or you can just text YFT to 500-500. Brandi, so earlier today, I went to go see my good buddy, Chris, a.k.a. Cupcake. I saw this. I'm confused. I thought he lived in Nashville. He did, but now he lives in L.A. And if you guys don't remember, uh, Cupcake was on Caitlin Bristow's season of The Bachelorette, and he is a dentist. And he's like one of my favorite people from Bachelor Nation. He's super nice. He's obviously super smart. He's a freaking dentist. So this is the second time I've seen him. So I've been he's been my dentist for the past year. And he was like, dude. Your gums and your teeth look really good. What have you been doing? And I had to be like, well, let me tell you about my Quip toothbrush. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. I freaking I- love my Quip toothbrush. One, it looks cool. That gum metal gray. Two, it sticks to my mirror. So it's off all the icky stuff on my sink. Three, they send me reusable heads when I need them. Four, it vibrates. So it cleans my teeth better and it gives me like notifications when to like switch sides of my mouth. So I brush for at least two minutes every time 
I clean the teeth. I love Quip. I do too. I have the rose gold toothbrush. So mine also looks super chic hanging on my bathroom mirror. And it is just so easy to pack. I travel so much and this toothbrush basically takes up no space in my cosmetic bag, which is so great because I take way too many products when I travel. It really is great. They also auto deliver floss and toothpaste when they send your brush head straight to your door. So you never have to think about replacing your toothbrush. You can join over 3 million happy customers and check everyone off your gift list right now with our special offer from Quip. Go to getquip.com slash YFT to save on gift sets and get your first refill free with a refill plan. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash YFT. Getquip.com slash YFT. Clean teeth. A yft sent me after I did the review of the vibrator on Amazon. They were like, dude, you need to read the reviews for the Haribo sugar-free gummy bears on Amazon. And I was like, huh. okay. I have it here if you want me to do one. Yeah. There's a whole website. This is just the top four funniest reviews of Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. Huh. Okay. So maybe we could do one an episode. Are they that? Are they awesome? Um, they're just funny. Okay, great. Do you want me to read the number one or the number four? If you're going to do all four, I think you got to start at four. Okay. I thought I'd play like a sad song to go with this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Sarah McLaughlin's Angel would be a good Oh, it's the saddest song ever. Okay. Oh, man. Words could not express what happened to me after eating these. The Gummy Bear Cleanse. If you're someone that can tolerate the sugar substitute and joy, my order is to run. First of all, for taste, I would rate these about a five. So good. Soft, true to taste, fruit flavors. I was a happy camper. But, or should I say but with two T's. Not long after eating about 20 of these, all hell broke loose. I had a gastrointestinal experience like nothing I've ever imagined. Cramps, sweating, bloating. Be all my worst nightmare. I had food poisoning from some bad shellfish, and that was almost like a skip in the park compared to what was going on inside of me. And then the, uh, oh God, flatulence. <laughs> Heavens to Mortgard. I don't even know what that is. It's fucking funny. Heavens to Mortgard. <laughs> the sounds like trumpets calling the demons back to hell. The stench like a thousand rotten corpses vomited. I couldn't stand to stay in one room for the fear of succumbing to my own odors. But wait, there's more. And what came out of me felt like someone tried to Funnel Niagara Falls through a coffee straw. I swear my sphincters were screaming. It felt like my delicate starfish was gaping projectile vomiting. A torrential flood of toxic waste. 100% liquid. Flammable liquid. Napalm. It was actually a bit humorous for a nanosecond. As it was just beyond anything I could imagine possible. And it went on for hours. I felt violated when it was over. Which I think might have been... Sometime in the early morning of the next day. There was stuff coming out of me that I ate at my wedding back in 2005. (laughs) (laughs) I had five pounds of these innocent looking, delicious tasting hell bears. So I told her friend what happened to me, thinking it had to be some type of sensitivity. And I had the sugar substitute. And in spite of my warnings and graphic descriptions, she decided to take her chances and take them off my hands. Silly woman all of the same for her and a phone call from her whilst on the toilet because you kind of end up living in the bathroom for a spell 
telling me she really wished she would have listened. I think she was crying. <laughs> Her sister was skeptical and suspected that we were exaggerating. She took him to work since there was still 99% of the five-pound bag left. She works for a construction company where there are builders, roofers, house painters, landscapers, etc. Lots of people who generally have limited access to toilets on a given day. I can't imagine where all those poor men and women pooped that day. I kept envisioning men on roofs, crossing their legs, and trying to decide if they could make it down the ladder. Or should they just jump? If you order these, best of luck to you. And please, don't post a video review during the aftershock. P.S. When I ordered these, the warnings and disclaimers and legalese were not posted. I'm not a moron. Also, not sure why so many people assume I'm a man. I'm a woman. We poop too. <laughs> of course, our poop sparkles and smells like a walk in a meadow of wildflowers. Thanks for all the great comments. I've been enjoying reading them and so glad that the horror show that I experienced from snacking on these had at least made some people smile. <laughs> Jeez. People? I, I actually get really impressed with people's creativity when they write reviews. Uh, that's, only the, that's that's the worst of the best. Oh my god, that's so funny. That's insane. Well, I will not be buying sugar-free gummy bears ever. I know. Yeah, like I I I was reading through like a bunch of these. One of them includes someone who was like getting on a was like going to the airport and getting on a plane, so he got some sugar-free gummy bears um in like before a security checkpoint. And then, like, mm -hmm. things went wrong during the security checkpoint. We'll read that one later. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Like, like real bad. <laughs> um, oh, man. Speaking of uh, pooping. Yeah, perfect. Uh, I bought some edible glitter to put in some apple cider champagne for my party. I know where this Do is Do you going. think I'm going to poop glitter after I have that? I sure as hell hope so. Me too. I'm kind of excited about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I'll take a picture for you. Yeah. No, actually, don't do that. I'll just, I'll take your word for it. You know? I'll post it on Instagram. Yeah. No, don't do that. Yeah, that would really hurt my brand. I can't do that. Hold on. I want to just want to get everyone ready for next week's Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. Okay? Haribo's never going to sponsor us now, just no, so you know. That's okay. <laughs> Unfortunately... I was unaware of these reviews before consuming Satan's little death bears. After reading these little jewels were made in Austria, I imagine rogue Nazi chemical weapons scientists escaped to Austria after the war and set up shop making unsuspecting masses suffer for their defeat. <laughs> My experience started like many others. Some customer dropped off some bags of these for Christmas. Looking at them for the better part of a month, I decided, let's eat some. First day, I had about 20 to 25 of them. That night, I experienced some slight discomfort and some crazy fucking dreams. But I did not associate them with the demon spawn gummy bears the next day. I had about a handful more of these delicious little devils, and all hell broke loose. After sh several short trips to the bathroom and gas noises like I have never heard <laughs> coming from my stomach before, I decided to head home, but first, stop by the store and pick up some antacids. This is so fun. Unfortunately, I was unaware of these reviews before consuming Satan's little death bears. 
Oh man, we got we got three more episodes of this. This is gonna be so good, man. Oh my gosh, that's nuts. I got some songs. You want to hear some um, some tunage? Yeah, I got a song too. What do you got? I am a big Harry Styles guy, post One Direction. Okay. But he's put out some weird songs lately. Okay. Um, but he just put out one called Adore You that I really love. Speaking of One Direction, mm? I think that Niall Horan is the worst name anyone's ever been named. <laughs> ever. Yeah, but I kind of like his music. No, yeah, that, that's totally fine. I, I agree. He's a wonderful singer, but performer. <laughs> but that Niall Horan is the worst name Anyone's ever given anybody. <laughs> it's not the worst. It's pretty bad. I feel like there's worse. It's it's scary like to say. Like my grandmother tells a story about from way back in the day where she met a woman named Anita Dick. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's a terrible name. But did she marry into that? I don't know. Was her name I like just... was her name like Anita Swanson, and then she met someone named Bob Bob Dick, and she was Probably. like, "You know what? I love him. I'm gonna do it." I, I do it, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. May I pronounce Anita Dick <laughs> and Bob Dick? <laughs> Wait, what's the Harry Styles song called? Adore you. All right. I mean, I just feel like this guy is just really living his best life right now. Real dancey. I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel it. Cool. I was doing our children's podcast, our kids' podcast, by the way. Uh, if you got kids and you, uh, I don't know, you're driving to work and you're like, dude, ugh, man, I wish I had something to listen to to make these kids shut up. The Early Birds podcast I do with my buddy Steve Lee, who's a children's singer. Pretty great. And he played this on the show this past week. And I loved it so much. I was like, I need to play this on your favorite thing. This song is the cutest freaking song in the world, hands down. So it's by this guy who used to live in Nashville. His name's Elliot Park, and mm. it's called Always. I think you guys are really going to like it. At your worst, at your best, stinky feet, hair in a mess, always, always. Chocolate ice cream on your face, blue ribbon smile, or in last place, always, always. In all of your odd ways, your big and small ways, straight and cross ways. Pink or blue No matter what they say No matter what you do Any and always I'm for you And if you fell into A big black hole and came out Squeezed down Infinitely small You know you'd be My favorite Singularity 
Oh, it's so good. Uh, so anyways, Elliot Park, the song is called Always, but always is spelled uh, is, is two words, not one. And then the other song that I actually heard on, like, in, someone, like, made an Instagram video and played this, and I was like, oh, this is so good. It's a dude named Alex Guthrie. The song is called Colorado. And really, I just love the first, like, 35 seconds of it. I think it's just, like, lyrical gold. So here's the song called Colorado. I got sepia tones running through my bones And an old-timey tune played through analog phones And years worth of living only twice need a show Some may say that I'm an old soul I had a pain in my heart and no smile on my face so I let it all go, life's too precious to waste. That's Alex Guthrie. The song is called Colorado. You got any other ones? Nope, that was it. Just Harry Styles this week. All right. I got a new book I'm reading. Oh, a book. Well, so you weren't on the episode when I was talking about the book that I'm reading called Red Rising, but mm. it's so good, by the way. Were you a big fan of The Hunger Games? Massive, especially the books. Oh, okay. If you like The Hunger Games, you should read Red Rising. Okay. And I also think it's going to be like the next Hunger Games that I think they're making into a movie. So I finished Red Rising. Did you listen to that Shively episode? Uh, I have not yet. Jerk. Well, anyways, go listen to that episode where I talk about um, the premise of Red Rising. And now I'm on the second book, which is called Golden Sun. And it's mm. just, we, we left off. It was uh, crazy. And then we're back in it, baby. So I'm Pierce Brown writing some good books, man. Liking it. Are they are they young adult books or no? I would say yes and no. It reminds me a lot of the Hunger Games. Young, Hunger Games were YA books. What is that's young adult? Young adult. Yeah. Okay, I'll just give you the quick synopsis. So basically, it's um, years down the road. We are colonizing and terraforming the other planets. They've now created a caste system, like low class, middle class, and upper class, and they've done it with colors. And so the people that are on Mars, they are mining in Mars for this thing called H3, which I guess is like their new fuel. And they are Reds. They are people who are known as the Reds who are basically uh, mining in, in in Mars. And they're they're trying to get the planet ready to be terraformed. And they've been kind of like the, the basically the slaves of the human race for the past like 700 years. And then what you find out is that Mars is completely terraformed. It's a huge city, beautiful on top, and they didn't even know it. They've just been slaves this entire time. And it's about one guy who is going to go from being a red all the way to being a gold, which is the top, and how he has to get there. And there's a, a similar thing. Like they go to, they have to go to like this kind of crazy school, and there's like this kind of crazy battle that's like all kind of um, a simulation almost, very similar to the Hunger Games. Okay. So sounds good. Fan, you. I'm, I just put it in my Amazon cart. Yeah, you're gonna like it. Anyways, all right. You got anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, I'm gonna go downstairs and make another drink. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try to go to sleep now that I've taken a way too late of a nap. Yeah. Sorry, dude. That sucks. That's okay. That's okay. It it was worth it because I, I had a really nice energy burst for this podcast, and I, that's how dedicated I am, guys. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> 
even though that one person said it seems like we're we don't even care anymore. I know. Little do they know. But anyway, but, 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 but also like, yeah, do, do, love it. Give us five stars. Say whatever you want. We'll read it on the yeah. podcast. You know, that's all that matters. Totally. We just want that five stars. You know, next episode. Can we read some nice ones? Yeah. You want me to end with a nice okay. one? Yes, please. Okay. This is the most recent one from Gigi. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Love it. Five stars. Oh my God. Wells, that voice recording you shared had me crying on my commute to work this morning. People probably thought I was just another nut in the subway. Anyhow, I went to work and told my friend the story, and he told me of another one he had read about, which included a poop knife. This guy was at his friend's house and asked where his friend kept his poop knife. His friends were all like, wait, what? So when I guess it's when the poop's too big and you fear it may not flush, you use a poop knife to cut it up. Apparently, no. this is a thing, because he said in the comments, because he, he said in the comments, some people said, yes, they have a knife or a poop spatula. So there you go. It's a crazy world we live in. LOL. Thanks for making my commute fun at least once a week. Wait, do you have a poop knife? No. Oh, my God. This is not a thing. I think it's a thing. I would never, ever stick my hand in the toilet and cut my poop in half. <laughs> or in thirds, depending <laughs> on how big it was. It's never that big. <laughs> well, it's going to be glittery, apparently, a little bit later. I'm excited about this. I'm sending you a photo. Stop. You didn't pick. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's Christmas what I... poo. The Christmas poo. Yeah, so Mr. Hanky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck with your Christmas shopping. Thanks, Wells. I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. 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 Christmas poo. Hello. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.